<clears throat> is this thing actually on? I don't know. It is. I'm just messing. Test. <laughs> Testing. All right, here we go. Welcome to episode 31 of the Abstract Sports Podcast, where we are bringing sports back to life from abstract yet popular angles. Hashtag BSB2L. Use it. <laughs> yes, indeed. And now for your Abstract Sports Podcast starting lineups. At the co-host position, here's a guy who tends to root for terrible sports teams. <coughs> Vandals. <coughs> oh, wow. Something in my throat there. <coughs> Titans. Oh, geez. Wow. That's really hurting my throat. I don't know what that is. But okay, not not so much the Titans, let's be honest. But he is the seven-layer dip of this podcast. Introducing Micah Brown, a.k.a. Micah Rowey! And starting at the host position, <laughs> standing at a really mean 170.18 centimeters tall, he knows how to hurt feelings talking about sports teams when he really has no room to talk. <laughs> Lakers, cough. Some say he's a basketball fan. He looks like a water polo guy to me. He is Kyle Tater Deluxe. Richard. Let's do this thing. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Abstract Sports Podcast, episode 31. 31, wow. 31. That's one more than 30. It is one more than 30. 30 plus one. one you can multiply it however you want to. Uh, but we are live on Facebook today. We've been going live on Twitch lately, but you know what? Facebook just has what we need. It, it's just fine. Um, and if you're curious, if, if you're listening to this on like a SoundCloud uh, track or you're on YouTube... If you're on YouTube, you're actually getting the video, so you're all right there. Um, but iTunes even, if you're listening to us there, you can watch a live broadcast of this show on Facebook.com slash Abstract Sports. Um, you'll want to follow and like that page so that you get notified when we go live. You can see our pretty faces talk about sports and other things, uh, a lot of other things, uh, to be honest. <laughs> um, I do have to say sorry for uh, the really long intro time. Uh, basically... Micah and I didn't have a good outline to start, and that's kind of my fault. If you uh, know us, you still won't follow that lineup. Yeah. That, that, that outline. Yeah, so just so. to, if I'm being honest, like today was kind of a weird day for me. Like I usually, I work a full day at work, but today I, I was already ahead on hours, and so I got like a half day off. I had the entire afternoon to put together an outline, and I'm just like, you know what? I'm going to go to lunch with Micah instead. I'm going to wander around, get some ideas for Christmas shopping, um, basically procrastinated. Did you have the fire poops from your sushi? I did not. I <laughs> days are coming. Yeah, so days I coming. I got some sushi. It was called the volcano, and this thing had sriracha sauce on it. it had a habanero powder yeah. on it. Yeah, yeah. It also had a you know what is it called the spicy 
spicy sauce. The spicy sauce they know. put on sushi. <laughs> it's, it's spicy. Um, but it was really good. Um, honestly, the last three or four pieces were the hardest because all the heat had built up in my mouth, and I'm just trying to power through each bite. The last three, like I had one of the waitresses came over, and she's like, you doing all right? Do you need something? And I'm like, no, it's just hot. <laughs> yeah, I had to leave. I had to go back to work. Yeah, but uh, it was a good time having lunch with you, though. Um, lunch with Bay. Lunch with Bay. It's very rare that we get to actually have lunch together, so that's pretty cool. Um, but let's talk about some other things going on in the world. I know Stranger Things 2 has been really popular lately. Where are you at with the show? You've been watching it? Episode, just finished episode 3, so going episode 4. Maybe done with episode 4, going in 5? I don't know. <laughs> things have happened. Yes. We've gone at least two episodes. So we don't at least to, three episodes. We're going to try not to spoil anything, obviously. There's some uh, Ridley Scott-esque things that happen. I'll take your word for that. Yeah. If you've seen <laughs> Alien, you'll maybe get that reference. There you go. I didn't get it. I mean, I don't I don't watch movies. I watch TV shows, apparently. Things but... go in mouth. <laughs> oh, okay. <Yeah. laughs> uh, nice visual description. <laughs> Um, but yeah, uh, Kelly and I, Keltron, we are on like episode five. Uh, we had to wait. So basically when, when Stranger Things 2 season two came out, or I guess that is saying season two twice, but she was in DC for a week. So I had to wait at least that week. But then when she came back, it's like tests and midterms and papers and all kinds of stuff. So we're finally getting to it in our free time, which is kind of nice. Um, and who knows? I mean, maybe not tonight, but I think by the end of the weekend, we'll have the whole thing finished. So Really looking forward to that. I know that Stranger Things 2 is super popular. I've heard it's not as good as the first one, but the end makes it worth it. That's what I've heard, too. There's a slow build-up season 2. It's definitely a little slower so far. Yeah. Um, it picks up, but um, my coworkers they said something about there being a really awkward part in the storyline that didn't have to do with anything else. And I don't know if I've seen it yet, but I'm like, have I? Cause there's a couple parts where I'm like, oh, they might say that to that part. Is it the ginger chick? Uh, no, I don't the think Skater so. Kelly? Skater Kelly. Skater Kelly. <laughs> uh, Keltron is a redhead, so if you don't know my wife, uh, that's that's where they're... And they're both on the little aggressive side. <laughs> yes, they're angsty. Well, 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 fiery. Yes, fiery like the hair. Yeah. Um, but I... So I have, I have a dilemma going on right now, so... Uh, this Friday there is the Idaho State Football Championship for high school, and it's in Pocatello, My Idaho. High school. Yeah, his high school's in it, so he's he's gonna go. Second year in a row, defending and, state champs. Boom! But he's really excited about it, and I want to go to the game. And when he first mentioned it, I could have swore he said Thursday. Nope. <laughs> um, That's the Titans. That is the Steelers. It's the Titans Steelers game, and he's a Titans fan, so I got the dates mixed up. It's a good week for me. Um. But in all honesty, I didn't know it was Friday. And so I bowl on Fridays. And so I have this dilemma. Uh, but I'm going to make the executive decision now and say I'm going to go. How does that make you feel? <laughs> more people. Yay, more people. More people. So me, Micah, and his padre are going to go. And Jacob. And Jacob. Jacob, if you're watching. Who doesn't watch this. Yeah, he never watches this. That's like the sixth reference to Jacob in the episode. Probably more than that. We need to make like a Jacob like, <laughs> cut of all the things we mentioned and Jacob. Oh my gosh! Like, and then show it to him and be like, "Look, bastard!" Play like this. a sad violin. Yeah. <laughs> that would be great. We just share it right to his face. We'd be like, Jacob, <laughs> look, you realize you could be famous, right? Yeah. But you're not. You're not we taking try. advantage of it. We try. Um, 
So I got to say shout out to Stephen Foster for stopping through the show. I don't know if he's still here. And then uh, Race Abetia. I don't know how to say your last name. It's really hard to pronounce. Uh, so he was here when we were doing the intro. And it was like we, we were taking way too long. We were here for 15 minutes just listening to music. And I understand it's probably frustrating. Um, but, you know, obviously post-production, you guys don't see that type of stuff. So we're going to try to be better about it, be more prepared. Um, you know, it's kind of hard when you work you both work full time and you're, you're trying to make a podcast thing once a week, but we'll be better. Just, just know that. Speaking of better, Kyle. Better? Guess what? What? You won your first fantasy game. This week. <laughs> Man. <laughs> won his first one. He's now one and nine. One and nine. And it, the most embarrassing thing about it is that at the beginning of this, the beginning of the season, I bought Jacob, another reference to Jacob, I bought him a free shirt, you know, well, he didn't have to pay for it. I bought it and shipped it to his house. The shirt had a unicorn on it with a rainbow, and it said, I suck at fantasy football. And here I am getting my first win in that league. Yeah, uh, Jacob is at three, four wins. So that's, you know, two, three more than me. Yeah, and he beat you, like, week one. Oh, yeah, it's, it's pretty embarrassing, guys, I'm not going to lie. Usually I'm really good at fantasy football, but... It just seems like like I'm doing my research. I'm changing my lineup, I, I, and I still get I just get beat. It's like an off week every week. It seems like I'm um, in third and first, depending on the league. <laughs> How's that hockey league going though? It's good. I'm in third. You're cheating. No, I was in second. But <laughs> you're then a hacker. I lost last week. So. I was gonna say you're probably league manager and you're rigging it. No, no, that's the league you're in, and I'm in third in that one. <laughs> well, you're an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, right. I did get my first You w. insult my Titans. You insult my Vandals. <laughs> you tell me I'm cheating. <laughs> I got to assert my dominance as the host. <laughs> Come back, no! <laughs> He's leaving, guys. He's peacing out. Not only do we have a long intro time, but I just lost my co-host. WTF. Come back! Beer. Bear? Or, no, there's beverages. Beverages, yes. I like to drink coffee. Uh... That's just my my own thing. Iced coffee. Yeah, it smells like coffee. <clears throat> that your noggin it does. Some flammable coffee. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> I was gonna say something. I totally forgot it. Um, that if anybody's here listening, please let us know if the audio video is coming through all right. It looks okay on our end, but if I were to try playing the audio, it would ruin our broadcast by overlapping audio so i should i should have actually like pulled up my phone while i left oh that would have been nice yeah. yeah but uh so if the audio is sounding weird let us know uh we can probably find a fix pretty quick because sometimes websites have auto playing audio and it messes with your stream if you're doing a live broadcast so please let us know how the stream's going uh but with that let's get right into the sports part of things uh you know i think today we're gonna start off with a little bit of <laughs> Basketball. Art? Yeah. It is? We review art, not sports. Oh. I don't like sports. You don't like sports at all? No. I can review art. I, I got a big old book of art over there somewhere. This is a sports podcast. I don't know anything about art. <laughs> I was going to say, I can do it all, man. Come at me. This is a rocks podcast. Um, so, so we're going to talk a little bit about basketball to start off. Um, one thing I saw in the news that kind of bummed me out was Rudy Gobert going down with a, a deep knee bruise injury. For four to six weeks, um, he that's that's big. 
That is really big. Um, you know, the Jazz have been through a lot lately. You know, Gordon Hayward leaving the team, going to Boston, and the way he did it. Um, and then, you know, them being a playoff contending team, and then starting out this year with Ricky Rubio and the, all the changes that have happened, they've been a decent team. Um, Hold on. What do you mean with the way he did it? So, I heard that, like, he had... There is some news. Maybe we should look at it since it's a, the Sports Center thing. Northern Illinois punt travels just seven yards after getting completely stopped in the wind. That's pretty brutal, bro. Hashtag fall weather. <laughs> Why is my audio even on on this? It shouldn't be. Um, but I, I've heard rumors. So when I went to the Lakers game in Salt Lake, I sat at the bar and I was talking to the bartender there. Big jazz fan. He lives there, was born and raised there. And he was saying that he didn't like the way he did it. I'm like, well, what do you mean? And he goes... Well, he basically recruited Ricky Rubio there so he can help get him the ball more. And then as soon as the deal went through for that, that's pretty much when he got traded to Boston. And he, because he accepted the, the trade and he wanted to go through with that, it was like a, a an FU to the Jazz on Hayward's part. But um, I, hold, I hold LeBron's the decision to, <laughs> as far as disrespectful exits. Yeah. And, so that, that's nothing. And the thing that you kind of have to think about, I mean, if you love Gordon Hayward for doing what he did for your team, I think you should be like, you know, understanding that he's a human being and like he's making a business decision. It's like, if you got a, a job offer somewhere else that was going to pay you more money and you were surrounded by players you'd rather play with or, you know, employees who treat you right and, you know, it's just a fun work environment perhaps. The best boss you ever worked for back in college and then you can work for him again? Yeah. Just imagine in Brad Stevens. <laughs> I love the analogy. That's great. Um, so I, I, when people get upset about that kind of thing, it's like you do realize he's a human, right, looking for money just like you are. A machine. Um, and the guy I'm talking to is a bartender. It's like I mean, if you got offered to bartend a cooler bar than yours, you'd probably take it. I, I didn't I didn't ask him that. But um, but that, that injury does kind of bum me out, though, because where they were a playoff team, they lost Hayward. They're going through a whole bunch of things. And because they sort of support my habit of going to games all the time, I, like, sort of root for the Jazz. Um, but Rudy Gobert was the identity of that team. Like, you know, that team has become a defensive powerhouse, and that's what has won them games in recent time, including last year. And so with him gone, it will be really interesting to see what they can even do. <laughs> will they be jazzy? Will they be jazzy, or will they be hip-hoppy? <laughs> I got nothing. That wasn't very good. Oh. Um, well, I mean, <laughs> I think I think the the Jazz setup's better than some teams. So, like, take Cleveland for example. Okay. If LeBron leaves Cleveland, they're a lottery team. That's harsh, but Hayward but leaves the Jazz, true. and they just fail to make the playoffs. It's kind of true. I mean, you look around and they're just, they're like role players. If they don't play well together and they, they mesh well, don't have that chemistry, then it's not going to be good. Yes, yeah. but you don't need a superstar. Yeah. You're you, not going to win the championship, but. And I think that the Jazz last year were sort of a testament to that, but they did have Hayward. But even still, he, it, was a, he was his, it was his first year as an all-star. Like he's sort of making, having a breakout season. Um, you know, granted that the, the vote for the all-star weekend was a popularity thing by fans. Take that with a grain of salt, as you will. But um, it, it was a breakout season for him. And so with it being, I don't know, it, it does sort of, they were already a role player type of team. Mm -hmm. 
just sort of working together, but without him, they have to do that even more. Yeah. And with new guys, so I don't and know. Do they have a guy that can create their own shot? Create their own shot. I mean, they still have Joe, uh, Joe Johnson, and they have Joe Ingles. Um, I mean, Rubio, he can he, he spaces the floor out well because he can you know dribble around guys and he can spread the ball out really well, mm-hmm. find guys on a skip pass across the court, uh, and that does a lot for an offense because it forces the defense to open up, and then you can get a cutter coming in there uh, for an easy basket, but. I think that can be just as powerful as a shot creator because you're getting easier baskets or easier attempts, I should say. Get it. Yes. Um, Football guy. <laughs> Hockey guy. Yeah. Baseball guy. I'm all basketball. Basketball. I'm definitely bowling. basketball. A bowling, yeah. Bowling. <laughs> Name one professional Water bowler. Water polo. One professional bowler. I know zero. <laughs> um, Nobody knows a professional bowler. And I'll... My uncle has a 300. Really? He's game under his belt. He's got a ring and everything. Holy crap. Yeah. That's pretty sweet. He was at my wedding. Well, shucky you darn. Met a, you met a guy with a 300 game. That's cool. That's cool, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. There was a guy in the in the bowling alley, bowling alley that had a 300 the other other weekend, and um, it was pretty wild. It was his first one, and the cool thing is his two sons are, like, huge into bowling. They've had, like, between the two of them, probably, like, 20 300s in their lives. Oh, wow. They're, like couple years older than me, like maybe 30, 32. Um, well, like a 291 time on the Wii. Dang. It was lit. <laughs> there was one spring break where I stayed in my college dorm room instead of going home for spring break, and I literally got pro on all the Wii sports in my boxers. Nice. It wasn't even my, my Wii, it was my roommates. I'm like, it was hey, at least your me? It was me, yeah. Okay, good. So when he came back, I'm like, hey, Ryan, look what I did. He's like, nice. And then he went Put on some pants. <laughs> That's pretty much how that went down. Um, <laughs> Look what I did. Put on pants. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, so going along with the you know the basketball thing, uh, there have been a, a few games that are important to us, I guess. Vandal, Vandal basketball is. Uh, before we before we move on. Sure. I must say, Christoph Porgadis. <laughs> Porzingod. Yeah, Porzingod. Okay. I guess this is the preferred nomenclature. <laughs> Wow. 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 <laughs> that boy good at basketball. He, like, I shared a thing on the page recently that really says that it's like they call him Porzingod for a reason. Yeah. That dude, I mean, he was also a unicorn for Halloween because people call him the unicorn. You know, he's a over seven footer as a center who can shoot the three ball and dribble. Wow. And he's clutch. He can hit game winners. So, like, the video I shared was him basically hitting a three-pointer in somebody's face and then getting a, I think it was like a rebound that gave him a, a chance at getting the last shot to go ahead and he made that too. But like, it's just weird watching a seven-foot lanky guy dribble his way down the lane and like like put a, a giant Euro step on somebody and then boom. It's like, I don't know, just a, like a giant, it's like a praying mantis. You see like their limbs working like robotics. <laughs> He's Polish. Latvian? Um, I think he's Latvian. Latvian. Yes. Nobody have two potato except Christoph Porzingis. Very nice. That's Kazakhstan, but that's okay. I was doing Latvian joke. Oh, okay. Yes. People starve in Latvian joke. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry for any Latvians joining podcast now. People starve. This sounds very Latvian Russian. Joke. <laughs> I'm terrible at accents. I'll be like, here's my British. And I'll be like, hello, mate. Throw some chip on the Bobby. Oh, wait. 
That's just the territory. <laughs> oh, I suck. Y'all. Basketball art design. That's me. <laughs> um, so the the Vandals men basketball team, we, if you don't know already, we are Idaho Vandals. We went to school there. We went to many games. We had hot dogs. We had sodas at the basketball games. It many was, sodas. It was very nice. Speaking of soda. And, uh, well, the men's basketball team at the U of I, they... Uh, it sounds like duct tape ripping open. Uh, but the Vandals men basketball team lost by close to 20 to Nevada. It was in Nevada, and they kept it kind of close most of the game. It was about, like, a, I mean, from what I saw at your place when I showed up late to the party, um, we were down by about, I don't know, 10-ish, and we kind of kept it there for a while, and then we gave up at the end. And To me, it was a, it was a result of depth. Okay. Nevada's a bigger school, bigger conference, can recruit better athletes. That makes sense. Um, or at least more. It's always more athletes. Is. Yeah, I mean, that's it's just college sports for you. Right. But I, I felt like our starters ran with their starters just fine. Because mm-hmm. when we got on the bench, that the difference kind of showed. Like, for a Big Sky team, Idaho's probably the best and the deepest. That's Big Sky team. Right. <laughs> the Mountain West bench is better than the Big Sky bench, period. Mm-hmm. And that's where I think it kind of fell apart. They're... Their athleticism and length kind of bugged us a little bit, but we were winning for a little bit of the first half, and then it was even, and then when we started subbing in, folks, the lead kind of climbed up for Nevada. Yeah, I think depth is one of the most, uh, I mean, I wouldn't say it's underrated or overlooked, but it's probably one of the most effective things you can have in a team to help you get a win, because, (coughs) I mean, (laughs) opening your sprite there? Yeah. Uh, I mean, you you look at the Warriors, and they have they have a lot of depth in like having in recent championships and years where they were successful, having it would all come off the bench, for example, getting the sixth man award that year, um, or not sixth man, he got N- NBA Finals MVP, and he came off the bench. I'm pretty sure. Andre Iguodala. I'm pretty sure he that, did. No, he did. That was one of the things they were like. Okay, oh. that's what I thought. Like, me being the basketball guy, I do question some of the facts I, I talk about because. There's a lot of them. <laughs> but, I mean... Having, it wasn't Livingston? It was... Yeah, Livingston's another guy who comes off the bench. Oh, okay. He's he's a point guard, technically, but he's a bigger guy. He's big. And he's a post scorer. Like, he can post you up, and he has this crazy shot where, like, he'll get his arms all the way up high, and at the very peak of his jump, almost like he's starting to fall on his jumper, that's when he releases it. So it's like he's at the hmm. apex, and he's always over the top of you. But, like... People like that who have strong fundamentals and you're coming off the bench, you do a lot for your team, especially when you're coming off the bench for scorers like Curry, Clay, and Kevin Durant. Um, yes. And and going along with that, I, I think that is kind of where like re- re- the recruiting thing in college basketball reminds me of um, that whole sentiment that high school teams will never beat any college football team and no college football team will ever beat a professional football team like NFL. And they say Cleveland play. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and people say that all the time, but it's like they're they are supposed to be the best of the best. Yeah, it's it's a it's a sieve. It's a filter. Not sieve. It's a it's a filter. Yeah. And like the best make it through. Yeah. The best high school players make it to college. The best college players make it to the pros. Not even that. The best college player, best high school players make it to the best college teams. There's some schools like Idaho who have players where 
Idaho was their only offer. <laughs> yeah. So they went. And they happened to develop into really great players by the end of their four years. They may not get drafted into the NBA, but yeah. they could get be in the G League. Yeah. I mean, we do have uh, Jeff Ledbetter in the NBA G League right now playing for the Austin, the, the Spurs affiliate in the Pistoleros. G League. Pistoleros. <laughs> I don't know. Something. They some, should be called the Pistoleros. Something Texas. Yeah. The Austin Pistoleros. Pistoleros. I like that. Um, and I saw he was in a highlight recently where he tossed up an alley-oop pass and the guy threw it down. He was one of the top NBA G League plays of the week. Like when we used to play together? Yeah, dude. Like, I was just like, Kyle! On the six-foot hoop. You're just I, like... <laughs> and I'm just like... Yeah. You know how dunks go, right? Yeah, over our wives. <laughs> yeah. I think that would make for a great abstract sports video for YouTube. Each, each of us, <laughs> us going around like dunking on our wives. <laughs> That could be great and violent. Yeah, I feel like Becca would probably get, go along with it, but Kelly would be like, She would get pissed by the end of it. <laughs> Stop talking on me! <laughs> I can't, babe. It's just my nature. It's who I am. It's who I am. Do you, you have something to change who I am? <laughs> hmm? uh, so since we're talking about the Vandals and basketball, <laughs> but what's funny is all of the people we just talked about were Vandals, including our wives. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> But uh, the Lady Vandals, so the women's basketball team at the U of I, they played OSU tonight, the number nine team of the nation for women's basketball. Ohio State. Ohio State. And we lost. <laughs> Boy, that's big. We lost by 43 points. It was 99 to 56, but that's what's going to happen when you play a top 10 team and you're nowhere near being ranked. Well, we're, we we could make it to the tournament. We have recent in recent years. Um, the Lady Vandals ain't nothing to scoff at. Yeah. And, but they are still... The Lady Vandals. I mean, the number nine team also. Like, when you think about March Madness, there's how many teams? 64. 64. Yeah. And if you're not ranked, there's a lot of teams better than you. Um, That's not even ranking. It's just school size. That, that too. Just like we were talking about yeah, college football. State size. Like, recruiting. And <laughs> how many of you watching thing. this know where Moscow, Idaho is? None of you, maybe Kyle. I have. And my wife, who may be watching, may not be. <laughs> my wife, I know she's not watching. She's a class, because she's smart. There's, hold on. What's the population of Ohio? Should I use my Google Assistant? Sure. <laughs> population of Ohio. <clears throat> okay, 11 million. Idaho's a much bigger state than Ohio, as far as size-wise. Yes. Ohio has 11 times the population of Idaho. That means they, just in their state, they have 11 times the female athletes to choose from. In their state. And that's in-state. That's in-state. Yeah. I mean, players who want to stay in-state and save on tuition, even though they're going to be on full ride anyways, that's big for them. Yeah, it's huge. It's just easier to find talent that way. Yeah, and I will argue that Idaho is a gorgeous state you should visit. The reason why there's not a lot of people here, there's a lot of mountains. No, no, no. You don't (laughs) want to visit. Idaho sucks. (laughs) Don't come here. No, I, I'm trying to leave. <laughs> Don't fight people our state. Stay out of our state. Stay out of our state. <laughs> Unless you have guns. Bring your guns. Bring your guns. I don't, so, I don't own a gun. Anyway. It's, it, it's a size thing, really. So think about your high school classifications. Okay. Okay, yeah. So you've yeah. got single A, double A, triple A, mm-hmm. 4A, 5A. Some states have 6A. So, hey, Skyline's a great example. See. Okay. So... Three years ago, no, two years ago, Skyline High School, my school, decided, well not decided, um, 
was reclassified as a 4A school. They had been traditionally a 5A school. So when I went to Skyline, while you were at Bonneville, mm-hmm. 5A. Okay. Okay. Well, as Boise has grown and other high schools like Madison have grown, like communities that are growing, those schools have become 5A. Okay. And their student population has grown. And so that pushes... Well, you have you have more students. So 5A, you have like 1,300 to 1,600 students. That's, that's more bodies to choose from, right. more athletes for your football team. Mm-hmm. Skyline was a 5A school with... A thousand students going against Madison and Highland, who have fourteen hundred students. Out of those four hundred extra students, two hundred of those are boys who play football. Potentially, of those two hundred, you can probably find four or five really good athletes that make a difference on your team. True. So, Skyline was doing okay. They were usually making the playoffs as like a six seed or by some tiebreaker, and they'd make it and they'd lose the first round. The very first year they're in 4A, fighting schools their own size, they win state. That's so crazy. Second year they're in 4A, they're playing state on Friday. Playing for state on Friday. That is insane. Yeah, it, it's crazy. Like, I was just thinking about the filter effect. Like, yeah. there's like this top tier up here where like they have this giant pool of players to pick from and they get like a really good elite group and then just kind of like yeah. piles out. Out of 200 boys, you could probably make a pretty good football team. Yeah. And you're fighting teams with that many less students? It's, yeah. It's just... It is, it's just crazy yeah. to think about, like, you're pulling from the population of your school, mm-hmm. and a lot of that's kind of random. Like, you know, maybe your po- your general population at this school isn't athletically inclined. They're more um, uh, educationally driven. And so they, they don't participate in sports or something like that. I mean, little random anomalies like that do happen, and so it affects your school's yeah. uh, positioning in the sports system. Yeah. But... To, to the point of Ohio State, not saying they pulled their athletes from their student body, but, <laughs> yeah. but they could. You have that yeah. much more exposure. You have 11 million people who know the Ohio State as right. a home school. And, I um, mean, LeBron's from Ohio. Yeah. For Just, example. Everybody I mean, knows about Ohio. <laughs> Idaho? You Like, oh, the, the blue field? Yeah, where is Idaho? No. That's the, yeah. Iowa? Yeah. No. <laughs> the potato or the corn? Potato. De- definitely potato. Yeah. You you know, you think of Ohio, what do people think of? Probably LeBron. LeBron. LeBron, LeBron. The Browns, the Bengals. The Buckeyes. Say Idaho, people are like, potatoes? Potatoes, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, not really the thing that you're going to draw basketball yeah. players to. So, yeah. just kind of that effect. Just more people, more exposure, mm-hmm. more to choose from. Yeah. And then I'll just to take it just one step further, just because I want to, um, then you start looking at schools like, you know, college teams who are maybe not so great. Maybe their academics are superb. Like, the thing that the U of I, for example, or Idaho is known for is their engineering. Yes. Like, I've I've heard stories, and I've talked to a lot of alumni and friends and family who are associated with the University of Idaho from a job that I had on campus. And I've heard stories of um, Notre Dame, um, like, student recruits sending students to the U of I because we have such a good U, like engineering program. Well, we get a lot of international students because of the recognition yeah. of the engineering program. Yeah, we have a lot of big partnerships like that that try to bring diversity to the campus. So, like, you know, while your sports teams may be struggling, you can look at the important thing of what college is all about. <laughs> <laughs> no? 
What a stupid thing to say. <laughs> bringing, bringing sports back to life. What, what did you get? College didn't do anything for me. <laughs> BS. Didn't. No, it did. Yeah, it did. But no, I, I mean, it's just interesting how you can look at it that way and um, with sports. and It's kind of a check sometimes. Like, yeah. check the reality. Like, man, our football team sucks. Man, basketball team sucks. But is well, that really the point of the college? Yeah. No. That and it's like if you know anything about college sports, you're like, well, we're our, we can't recruit for good players because they go to bigger schools. Yeah, there's so. I forget what I was reading. It was what was it? It had to deal with Idaho's football team, and I think it was either Staben or whoever was before him. Oh, Nellis, President Nellis. Yeah, the was, limp handshake president. It might even mean Rob Spear. He was saying it's unfortunate that all too often the state of the college football team portrays the school or is the face of the school and portrays how this academic program is mm-hmm. something like that saying that like Idaho's football team sucks therefore pr- prospective students not athletes are like right why would I want to go there go there it's which is ridiculous yeah whereas like Boise and <clears throat> I'm not gonna hate on Boise because of my vandal I'm gonna hate on Boise because the numbers I hate numbers yeah just kidding not the best academic school. They're getting better. They're trying. They really are. Kudos to them. But the appearance of a good football team makes it seem like a better school than it really is. Right. So like, oh yeah, great football team, great school. Not necessarily. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You gotta look at the real things. Like, yeah. What are you actually going to school for? Okay. Yeah. Are you so. going there to watch a football game with a good football team, or are you going there to get an education? Which program's better? Um, Duke, great school, great basketball team. Douchey Grayson Allen, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I, I have something about Grayson Allen. I don't know if, if you remind me, I'll tell you. But uh, mm-hmm. the thing about, just to keep talking about Idaho sports, because it is a really interesting conversation, but like around here, like in southeastern Idaho, in the news, you don't, when they're reporting on the scores for schools, they don't even talk about the University of Idaho. They talk about Boise State, they talk about Idaho State University, and is there another school? There's College of Idaho. College of Idaho. They have like they have a really good, uh, um, what is it, a community college basketball team there. It's pretty good. They're like national champs a few years in a row. Um, of their division. Yeah. Uh, that, well, I don't know. We could look that up. Okay. But uh, it, even the news in a news station in Idaho, local news station, doesn't talk about the U of I when reporting sports scores, for example. Maybe it's political. I don't know. It's but, it's a geographic thing. I mean, like, Roscoe is up north in Idaho, but well, like when I said, Idaho is a much bigger state than Ohio. It's because it is. It really Idaho is. is a big state. All the western states are way bigger than the eastern states, no matter which way you cut it up. Minus mm-hmm. Hawaii. Um, I just think, but if you think about it, though, they're reporting on like, you know, the high school state championship, and maybe Moscow is in that championship. I know, but but like, what if they were? Then it'd be like, oh, there is a place called Moscow. I don't, I just don't get how you don't talk yeah. about all the scores in the state of Idaho. No, that's true. I I get folks at work asking me where I went to school because my position is usually kind of a college internship level thing, mm-hmm. and I tell them Idaho, and they're like, Pocatello, what, where, Rexburg, <laughs> no, BYUI, no. <laughs> hey Eric, how's it going? Welcome to the stream. Sorry, I keep going. Hello, Eric. I don't. I like this desk. It's a very nice desk. Yes, it's quite nice. Nice desk. Uh, yeah, but it's just kind of, it is a little sad sometimes that 
even folks that are from Idaho their whole life are like, where's that? Where, where's you fly? Oh my goodness. It, Rick's? Rick's College? No. <laughs> BYU? <laughs> no. no. Oh man, that's crazy. There's a good talk about some Idaho sports for you. That was a good segment. Um, Whereas Ohio, I bet we could drive into Ohio, ask anybody in the diner we're getting food at, and be like, so. Where's Ohio State at? Columbus! Columbus! <laughs> yeah, everybody, anywhere in Ohio. Everybody would know. Everybody, guarantee you. It's crazy how much, like, scale in terms of population and area can affect recruiting and all kinds of business-oriented things in yeah. the state. So Lady Vandals, good basketball team. Ohio State, much better. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, moving on to... That was a nice tangent. That was a great tangent. Yeah. Let's move on to some other things like... Flying orbs. If you don't know sports, that was a football. You put it in your hand, you throw it. Sometimes you put it against your foot really hard, and it flies. Hand egg. It's a hand egg. Uh, I like to repeat what you say a lot. I notice that all the time. <laughs> like, well, everybody loves a seven-layer dip. <laughs> you always go back for more. You double dip. I, I double dip yeah, a lot. That's the Kyle double dip. When you talk, I'm like, I gotta say what he said. That was so funny. I gotta try to steal his thunder after his thunder already hit. Uh, so to talk about a little bit of football, there's been the some... Kyle double dip. <laughs> He's the double dipper of this podcast. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Next week's intro. <laughs> um, so there have been some more political things in the NFL. Go figure. I think that that's just kind of something that's going to phase out eventually, but. No. Right now, it's it, that's very much the talk of the town. Uh, and by town, I mean the league. Uh, <laughs> uh, Ezekiel Elliott... You're a little ahead of yourself in the yeah, L. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, ah, <laughs> talking it down. Let's bring it back up. Uh, but Zeke repealed his appeal uh, <laughs> to uh, serve a suspension. He's pulling a Brady? He's pulling a Brady. He's just like, like, you know fine. what? I'll, I'll do the time, okay? I uh, may or may not have done the crime, but I will do the time. Yeah, and... and that's an interesting thing we could think about. Like, him forfeiting like that, is it him saying he's guilty? Or I think it's... Not wanting to deal with the crap of... I'm reinstated again. I'm not. I'm not. I think part of it, and then probably maybe his coaches and even Jerry Jones was like, look. <laughs> just just do it. Yeah. <laughs> so. I mean, because I think... I wonder if Jerry Jones is, like, trying to, like postpone it as long as possible to see how their team was going to perform this year. And if they were going to be playoff potential, they would pursue the case more heavily to defend defend him. I don't but, know. They looked pretty terrible last week. <laughs> yeah. And so I wonder if they were like, you know what? The camel's back is broken. It's time. Time for you to do your time. I don't know. Six games is a lot. That's a third of the season. So what's It's going to be a stiff penalty anyway. Yeah, so the record is what? I don't know the Cowboys record. Here, let's look it I up. I know they quick. just... Got embarrassed by Atlanta. I'm not who using hasn't history. been playing well. So yeah, it's just kind of sad because I mean you have well okay yeah Eagles are five and four no Cowboys Cowboys are five and four Eagles are eight and much one better than and that. doing really really well. Um, but the Cowboys last year obviously had the two rookies at the duo in mm. quarterback and running back position, both like going for rookie of the year. I mentioned my article that I wrote several months ago. Yes, and you should probably read it. Head over to the blog, abstractsports.com. Yes. Uh, <laughs> but Ladies. These Cowboys, like, 
one of them makes a bad decision in his life, or or allegedly, allegedly. allegedly. Uh, I have I, I can go off on that right for a minute, <laughs> and and so he ultimately affects the outcome of the team's success. Like he affects the sou- the success of the team. And I mean, they're still five and four, but last year they were doing way better than that starting out. And and you know, the, both of these guys had great futures, and then this one thing, this one big thing, gets in the way, and it's an off the field thing that's inter- interrupting your profession and. And that's where, like, the whole bringing sports back to life thing is kind of important. Um, but it's also a difficult discussion to have when you're in one of those situations. But the interesting part about it, to me, so, discussion time. Let's do it. Um, is that he was never found guilty by U.S. law. Or in court. But the NFL, being the private business that it is, decided to suspend him. Anyway, whether it's punishment for putting himself in that position anyway, or they know more, and he actually did do it, he didn't do it, who knows. But he never served jail time, he didn't pay a fine, nothing. He was never found guilty outside of the NFL. Mm -hmm. And what I have an issue with, not an issue, but that kind of bugs me, and when people get pissed off at players, like the hate for Roethlisberger that he gets, people are like, oh, he's a pig, turn it off, crap like that people suck and you're gonna get folks that try to take advantage of these these rich young athletes you see it all the time yeah and people assume that the very first headline is fact they assume that the news is reporting 100% truth every time it's really a lot of knee-jerk reactions in my opinion Mm -hmm. and for for guys that have like one offense like Roethlisberger and Zeke now. I don't know if they're guilty or not. But I tend to lean towards giving them the benefit of the doubt. Mm-hmm. Because my interaction with people in my job and jobs I've had is that there's a lot of folks who often that will try to take advantage of a situation if they can. Yeah. It happens everywhere. Yeah, everywhere. And especially when there's a lot of money involved. Yeah. And you get somebody who has consensual relations with somebody and they realize... Mm-hmm. He's got six figures in his bank account. <laughs> yeah, more than that. Let's see what I can get out of it. Yeah, and and they, they'll they'll do anything. They will, and you see it all the time. I mean, like Kobe Bryant's an example of that. He was also one of those guys never found guilty outside of the game of basketball. Um, me being a Kobe fan, I get a lot of crap for that myself, even though I'm just a fan. Which is like, dude, he wasn't found guilty. Like, yeah. and you know he's got a lot of money. Have you heard his story? I've I've listened to him describe what happened, and. Like, I don't know a guilty person. I mean, I, okay. He doesn't sound like a guilty guy. Right, he doesn't sound... He cheated guilty. on his wife. Okay, but... Yeah, I, judge I, him for that. And, yeah. But, like, the whole, you know, innocent until proven guilty thing still holds up in yeah. those situations. But then we have to think about the other side. Like, okay, we don't know if he's guilty or not, but if he was, we would be... We wouldn't like to talk about that guy at all. Like chances are we'd probably mention his name and then he'd fall under or the nfl would be like you know what you're okay yeah i'm not sympathizing with uh, right all athletes that are accused there's right plenty of scum in the nfl and other leagues that have done bad things and been accused of it and still make millions doing it but what i'm saying are the guys who've never been found guilty of anything i tend to give them the benefit of the doubt Mm -hmm. so yeah and yeah there's two sides to that and there's i I think i'm with you on that one for sure I mean, Zeke, one thing to 
think about too is he's like when he came in the league he's what like 22 something like that he's a young guy he just came out of college he had a lot of success his first year you see it all the time with rookies like trying to like stay on track with their life he probably got into some situations where he maybe shouldn't have been he should have been focusing on the game more there's a lot of people that'll come out of the woodwork who yeah. pretend they're your friend exactly like family even who, who try to lead you astray yeah when fame happens like that happen hasn't happened to me at the podcast yet <laughs> it's happened to me people are like are you that guy are you, you the, the seven guy? layer dip from abstract sports <laughs> Bet your thick ass I am. <laughs> Why haven't I heard about these? <laughs> I took all the money. Oh, okay. All the money? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You give me, I don't know, you give me a million dollars right now, I wouldn't know what to do with it. I wouldn't either. I'd pay off my student debts. Yeah, and I'm, old, like, I'm <laughs> older than a lot of the athletes in the NFL. <laughs> so. Yeah, I, I. none of them have debt. They just have like, yeah, well, they I have things to buy. They didn't college education. Matter of fact, they probably got paid for it. Yeah. Oh my. You should probably mute that thing. That's the second one. You answered that. <laughs> Guys, I'm still getting used to Android. I've been used to iPhone my entire adult life, and I've just, turned it just, off. Uh, tell your assistant to mute it. Can you do that? Um, let me see. Please mute my phone. Oh, it needs, needs credentials. Hey! <laughs> now we know. It worked. But I have it set on, like, alarms only when I do that. So I don't know why it would go off. Sorry for the interruption. That was very rude of me. Jeez, what a host. New sound effects this week on Abstract <laughs> Yeah, that sounds like a default Android. Uh, hmm. <laughs> Thanks, Google. You blew it for me. Uh, <laughs> go back to Siri. So, anyways, news is that Zeke is leaving the country to clear his head and get his life back on track. What you can do when you have millions in the bank. And, I mean, the whole thing is he, he can't be around the team for the time he's suspended. So he's like, you know what? I'm just going to get all the way away from you guys and go to a different country and, and swim in the ocean. Clear his head. Clear his head, yeah. Come back. Oh, random drug test. Oh, you know that's happening. Called it now. <laughs> you know that's happening. Um, but then other things in the news also involved with the Cowboys. Jerry Jones has been coming at the NFL with lawyers basically disagreeing with the contracts that are that Roger Goodell is um, um, requesting for his extension. He's also stating that there's still like 18 months left on Goodell's contract right now. Like, there's, that's it's a little early, is what he's saying, and he's asking for too much. Mm -hmm. So, so he's, you said he was asking for how much, like 50 million? Yeah, Goodell countered them with he wants 50 million a year and a lifetime private jet. Which, so if that doesn't speak for having big balls, I don't know what <laughs> does. Because that's pretty ballsy. That is pretty crazy. I mean, asking for a lifetime jet. It's like, what do you think you are, the president of the United States? Yeah. You don't even think, the, does the president get a lifetime jet? I think there's, there's gotta be correct something. me if I'm wrong, it's like Air Force One? Well, well does he? Lifetime, though, no. Yeah, because I was going to say, they get Air Force One when they're president, but after they're done... They're just normal citizens again, unless they, they, you know, they go back and they represent They're their rich citizens after, but... Yeah. yeah, something to think about. But, uh... However, yeah. if you follow politics right now, all those guys were rich before they got back <laughs> Yeah, that's kind of true. Um, but, I'm moving to Canada. <laughs> so, uh, one thing that... I, like a rabbit hole thing, another tangent perhaps. If you call this abstract tangents. Abstract tangent. Sport tangent. Sport tangent. I like it. Uh, 
<laughs> Sorry, I'm like getting distracted trying to read this. Um, if Roger Goodell was on the out, who do you think would make a good replacement as NFL commish? Tom Brady. But he's still playing for five more years. Tom Brady. He's still got five more years as a goat. Um, I don't know. El- I don't like Elway because I think he's kind of a douchebag. But or maybe just a prick. But he's got the stature of. I mean, like, yeah, he's he's got the, the name the to him. About it. And he's savvy. That Broncos roster that he's had. Mm-hmm. That's a pretty good piece of work he's done. Like their starting quarterback right now is basically being paid by a different team to start for him. Oh yeah, it's <laughs> so funny how that works. Pretty out. good. Um, I have to say, hi, Beth. Welcome to the podcast. I hope you're still here. If you are, good to see you. (laughs) But I I think he would maybe not be the most popular guy, but approach things with a a realer level than Goodell. Yeah. I don't know. Goodell's just a... Regardless of who it is, it's a puppet to the the owners. Yeah. So, because they signed the check. Goodell is just... He's kind of going with the flow of things and seeing how they happen, and it's not going well for him. Like... With the, I mean, all the silent protests that have been happening and Jerry Jones coming at him and him, I don't know, his his rebuttal on his on his contract is like, hmm, what have you really done? I mean, I, honestly, I don't, I, I'd like to see a, like a resume list of things that he's done to help at the NFL or maintain uh, it. His one and only point is he's grown the revenue. Which is big because, I mean, it is a business. But like a billion to tens of billion dollar that's a pretty big number and when you're an owner of an nfl football team chances are that's all you really care about some owners don't Mm -hmm. but as a collective group it's all about the money all about the money of course it's always about about those benjamins so he may have a legit point saying hey i've made you billions of dollars give me 50 million and when you look at it, that's it's just a drop. Not much. It's just a drop in the bucket. Yeah. yeah. So, huh? That is get, interesting. You get thirty-one billionaires together. I say that because the Packers are owned collectively. Right. So kind of like the Dodgers are in a way. Yeah, you get thirty-one oh, billionaires, maybe thirty, because the Davis guy in Oakland's not a billionaire. By the way, I'm thinking the the Braves. I think the Braves in the MLB they have like a, um, like. Keltron's mom, for example, she got a, a gift that said she was a partial owner in the Atlanta Braves. Like, one of her friends gave her a gift saying, here you go, here's your share. Hmm. So if they turn into, like, some multi-trillion, quadrillion, million, trillion... You get $10. <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure what the investment actually is, but it's like you get your name on a brick that goes into the new building, for example. Hmm. Um, those kind of things are really cool. It's like you're you're building up your sports team financially with the community who wants to support it. I think that's a really has a really cool yeah. story behind it. But yeah, so the good Del- good Al situation is kind of interesting. I'm not sure when that's supposed to play out, but yeah. um, I mean, Jerry Jones is lawyered up trying to do something in the NFL. I'm pretty sure the last thing I read is that they've squashed it like um, you're making us look bad. Here's a lawsuit against you. Yeah, the other the <laughs> other guys were like, "Yo, Jerry, shut up." Yeah. Uh we're all rich getting richer yeah the owners yeah that's right the owners came out and they were saying like we have the ability to just banish you from the league yeah and you want to be the owner of the cowboys stuff <laughs> shut up yeah that's that that would be interesting and all these like words that we're using like getting banished from the league and like you know social issues within 
a, a sport. Uh, this is a, a discussion I've, I've been teeter-tottering on having today or not, but um, and I, maybe I'll, we'll keep it short. But I think sports are sort of like a microcosm of what the world is in a way. And you can there's a lot of different ways you have to look at it, though, because, like, you know, within a team you've got players, coaches, assistant coaches, owners, GMs, and, you know, so there's, like, a, a hierarchy of people there. The president. And then you have, like, the... Congress. Then you have the fans. The population. The slaves. I mean, not slaves. The peasants. The <laughs> um, And The working class, gentlemen. But then you have, like, you know, say in the NFL, you got 30, 32 of these other... I, I forget the number. I get it mixed up. I think it's 32, right, in the NFL? Yes. Okay. Because their divisions are by fours. Yes. Um, e. But, like, you have 32 of these collections of people and their cohorts aka fans and people who are connected to that franchise and it's almost like they all exist in the same league that has the same rules there's different rules on each level players have to do a certain thing fans can't get in fights in the stands uh you're gonna get thrown hello out. ben what ben joined he said hello ben. oh hi ben lee how you doing buddy <laughs> sorry well, that was weird um hi ben how you doing uh but so you have 32 of these different teams who are all following the same rules on the field as GMs as owners and stuff but then you like take a jump from there to a different sport like the NBA you have a similar type of setup with like players coaches fans you know the number of players is limited um maybe that says maybe it's like the NFL is one country the NBA is another country because they both live by different rules MLB is another one MLB NHL um, that game called soccer. Yeah. You mean football? <laughs> Just kidding. I'm not one of those guys. Fall down and fake being injured. That's what it is. I played indoor soccer as a kid, not indoor football. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, it, it's kind of something interesting to think about. There's a lot of different conclusions you can draw from that. Like, I mean, they play by different rules, and those rules can be looked at as laws in real life. Yeah, that's true. Um, and I don't know. It's just really crazy to think about because each one of these things has um, like a culture to it that is very unique to itself, just like a country would. And then there's a lot of diversity within each one, too, in terms of like race, ethnicity, religion, whatnot. And so I think that there is something there um, comparing sports to the population of the world and how people interact and the systems that we've developed um, around people. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Something I wanted to want you guys to think about. If you have anything about that, let me know, and we can have a discussion. Um, I think it could go a lot of different directions. Um, so let's talk about some college football. It's a boring week this week. Uh, this coming week is? Yes. But last week, though. Last week was several flame emojis. Yes. Flame emoji, not poop emoji, uh, as Micah always says on our social media outlets. <laughs> um, so last week, there were three top ten matchups that happened. Trace. And... That's a pretty big deal because, you know, it's like, what, mid-season? Late, mid, after mid-season? Yeah, it's the last quarter. Last quarter. And yeah. so these top ten matchups where you have two teams in the top ten, in case you need the explanation there, it can really shake up the rankings going into the college football playoff. And so we had Georgia going up against Auburn. I watched some of that game at Buffalo Wild Wings over the weekend. Just beat down. And... I saw the score was the final score was forty to ten in favor of Auburn. That's quite the upset between number ten and number one seed. <laughs> um, 
And then you've got Miami beating Notre Dame. <laughs> they, ooh, they took him to the woodshed. It wasn't even <laughs> like the Auburn Georgia thing. Kind of looked like Georgia was a little uh, starstruck. Yeah, the the lights were a little bright. But Miami Notre Dame was a separation of the classes. Miami had some confidence. Miami was confident. Miami was faster. Yeah, they were better. Like you can, they were lit. Yeah, it was lit. It was lit. You can ju- you can see how excited their team was. Like after they like certain plays happened, they're handing around the gold chain, the turnover chain, the turnover chain. That's what it is. I didn't realize. Yeah, that. it's the turnover chain. So if you get a, if you get the turnover, you get an interception. You get the turnover chain. I thought it was like player of the game. You get this. No, it's it's the turnover chain. <laughs> that is hilarious. So like you go take it from the other player. Well, I mean, you get one turnover. So you wear the chain, okay, and then you're probably defender because you got the turnover. So you have to take it off. You got to take it off. Go up on the field. Again. You can't wear it on the field. You could probably get in the way. Jingle, jingle, jingle. So yeah. So yeah. that's pretty awesome, though. Turnover I, chain. Again, that's like another culture thing. Like that's something wanna, Miami has that other teams don't really have. Yeah. If there's a way to invest in turnover chain, now's the time to do it because next season <laughs> there's going to be a lot more turnover chains or just gimmicky turnover things. Holy cow. We'd be like, oh man, Miami used to be really good and then they sucked and now they're better. Why? Turnover chain. <laughs> it was all the turnover chain. It gives them all the confidence. Yeah. It's like the sunglasses uh, in Big Daddy. True. People can't see you. The magic sunglasses. Um, <laughs> or this magic koozie. Actually, the, the gold chain thing, it kind of reminds me of like the thing with the intangibles. For The thing that started this whole podcast and blog was rewarding people for an intangible thing a turnover isn't real i guess it is a tangible it's a very tangible thing but it's like you're rewarding somebody for something that they did to affect the game and it's like go do it again so you can get the gold chain and flash it around to the fans i feel like that i don't know there's a there's something there but i think it's a way to just create excitement yeah and on a lot of different levels keep the excitement going maybe yeah, it gets the fans into it a bit more because they're interacting with them. Yeah. Gets get, the team all hype. Get your player confidence up. It's like like any other team, you get the turnover. Everyone's celebrating. Yay, they go to the bench. And then he disappears and the hundred people that are on the <laughs> bench and you're like, okay, cool, neat. Yeah. So, but with turnover chain, you this can, guy. You could gain some followers yeah. off the turnover chain. This guy is turnover <laughs> chain guy right now. Like, <laughs> look at me. Look at me. I'm in the spotlight. Uh, yeah, that's a really cool thing. <laughs> yeah, it's really it's a really cool thing Miami has going on. Uh, as growing up, I always liked Miami. I don't know why. Well, uh, they're back. Um, Number three right now. But Oklahoma beat TCU. That one wasn't it wasn't an upset, but it was the five and six team. Yeah. And it's uh, not as close as the score even indicates, and that's an eighteen point win. So yeah, and I I'm not sure how much that shook up the rankings. We probably should have pulled that up. It um, didn't. Um, Rankings are Alabama as one, Clemson as two, Oklahoma as three, Miami as no, Miami as three, Oklahoma as four. Uh, do the playoff rankings? Oh, playoff rankings. Yeah, because those are the ones that matter. What? Why you lie? Um, no, go back, go back, go back, go back. There you go. Don't you dare play this link on me automatically. Play this video on me. Where is it? I will find you and I will pause you. Yeah, anyway. Um, Alabama, Clemson, Miami, Oklahoma. Not that Too it much matters. to talk about after this. Because yet again, 
like every other week, the rankings change because somebody lost. Yep. Miami's nine and zero. Alabama ten and zero. Wisconsin ten and zero. Ten and zero, and they're still five seed. Um, obviously, depending on depends on your conference and whatnot. If I had to guess, I would say Miami loses at least one game. And Oklahoma will be challenged by West Virginia. Will they lose? Probably not. Okay. And I wouldn't be surprised to see Clemson drop another game. Think Bama's going to go undefeated? Regular season, yes. They'll end up playing Georgia in the SEC championship game. And I don't know how that one will go. Well, the playoff is always exciting. Yeah. Um, or the bowl games. Yeah. All that. The Georgia-Alabama matchup, if it happens, which it probably will, will be very interesting watching uh, Saban play his underling in Kirby Smart. So That'll be exciting stuff. Um, Alabama will win, probably. Wherever there's, there's your hot take. Well, not really a hot take. It could happen. There's a very good chance that could happen. <laughs> hot take. Georgia doesn't make the playoffs. Oh, there it is. Okay, so that pretty much does it for the sports that we like to cover or have news about for this podcast. Did you hear Houston won the World Series? Houston did win the World Series. Uh, That was last week, sorry. Yeah, congrats to Houston. Duh. Jeez, were you even here? I think I was. I think there's video evidence of me being here. I I bet there is. Exactly a week ago. Sky, we need to spice this thing up. How so? They have like a competition or like betting or something. Ooh, betting. Sports betting is popular. I know, I know you like to gamble. I like to gamble. Yes, I have. Yes, I do. I like. <laughs> Maybe not gamble money. No, I don't. I don't like money. I like money, but I don't want to take your money. That'd just be rude. Um, what are you thinking? Stupid stuff. What do you mean? <laughs> Like betting, like bad drinks, or oh. I have to wear like a fairy outfit. So like or... the types of things that happen when you go defeated in a league. Yeah, pretty much. In a pretty, fantasy yeah, league. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Like I would make you... Eat dog poop. That's one that I've heard from friends. And I'm like, I don't want to no, be part of that league. I'm not going to get you in the yeah. hospital because septus. Uh, <laughs> because bad stuff. Yeah, because bad things. I'm talking like I made you... A hot toddy with fireball, or Ooh. an old fashioned with fireball. Just things that, yeah, things you shouldn't normally do, or that have some pain involved. Spoonful of hot sauce, like really hot sauce, or dude, I'm liking this. Made this you, is... made you talk to your wife for more than two minutes. Just <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, yeah. Kelly. The, uh, the joke is that he hasn't seen me and Keltron together for a long time. It's, it's been a little while. We've just been busy doing things. Like The party was the first time in, I think, almost two months. That is crazy to me. It, it wouldn't surprise me time. if you told me it was more than two months. It's been a while. <laughs> I, I promise we live together and I see her every day. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, that's hilarious. She, she doesn't watch this podcast either. We talk about her all the time. We yeah. should probably be giving her crap. But I'll let my wife I'll, slide uh, under the radar. Like, you would have to talk to Kelly about being anti-nuclear energy or something and like keep a straight face i'd have to talk to my wife about and we have to record it yeah 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 we'd have to so record we can it. share it with y'all that'd be great i have a guest star they'd probably be suspicious or like me tell back be like if we have kids i don't want them vaccinated <laughs> she'd lose her bleep. if you don't know uh bektar 
she is in the medicine field. Yeah. Um, works at a hospital. Yeah. She would be like, she's passionate. What? Yeah, she'd uh, she'd freak out. That would be great to get on video. Yeah. We can blur her face out if she doesn't want that, but make her voice deep. Yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about? What are you talking about? That's a stupid <laughs> joke. Are you serious? I want to divorce. Are you effing serious <laughs> right now? Are you are you effing kidding me? <laughs> oh man. So yeah, I'm, I'm talking stuff like that, like, <laughs> like not not like scarry pain, right? But just like cringy, like temporary, but we can get some entertainment value yeah. out of it. Okay, like make you sip a bad drink. Yes, or struggle that through some hot, really sauce, hot sauce. You, that yeah. hot sauce you made me try this weekend. I didn't make you try it. You tried it on your own. You were like, here, you forced it down my throat, basically. And I was like, oh, okay. That's not even the hottest sauce I had. <laughs> nice touch. <laughs> but so we should think of something to do then if, if you want to do this like so what are we gonna do bet we're gonna bet it like i pick this team you pick that team whoever loses you you have to do this thing but then what if i want the same team you want to pick then we have to go off of like the plus or minus pull up the nfl schedule nfl because that that splits the week it's wednesday we'll be back on wednesday we're going to go through the matchups. I have an idea. We could do, oh man, Thursday night games. But See, but I'm biased this week. This is a bad week. Because <laughs> the Titans are the in Titans. it. So, so this week. Uh, schedule. Where's uh, yeah. the schedule? Schedule. So besides the Thursday night game and the Monday night game. Thursday. So Sunday games. Okay. Let's, let's pick things that aren't completely obvious. Who do you think is going to win, the Cardinals or the Texans? I think the Cardinals will win that one. Uh, <laughs> uh, who do you think between the Bucks and the Dolphins? Dolphins. Well, I think the Bucks. Do you? Yes. Why? Why? Because Jay Cutler. Uh, let's see. Pretty sure Jay had something to do with that assistant coach getting caught with cocaine. Yeah. Just saying. I mean, just look at Jay's face. He looks like he might be a cocaine drug dealer. Nah. He just doesn't care. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's Bills and Chargers. Oh. That's a good one. That's tough. <laughs> I'm going to say Bills. I'm going to say Chargers. Okay. You going to do Bills Chargers? We can do that. Okay. I'm rooting for the Bills this week. I think the Chargers are going to win. Why? Give me your reasoning. The Bills are starting a rookie quarterback. His time to step up and shine. You made your bed lie in a car. <laughs> what? No. I should be like, oh no. Uh, well, it's at San Diego. At San Diego, oh, you got the advantage there. But Bill's defense? Been lackluster. I know, because they've been on my fantasy team. It was minus seven last week. Well, yeah, talk Still about one. good defenses. The Patriots are supposed to be good this year, and then they gave me like negative points three weeks in a row before I'm like, you know what, maybe that's why I'm losing games in my fantasy league. All right. Anyways. So you want to do Bills Chargers? Let's do Bills Chargers. I'm rooting for the Bills. Chargers. Bills. It's going to be the Bills. Okay. So, if uh, if you win, what do I have to do? Holy crap. There's so many things. Um, <laughs> I've got one, but it's a little more involved. I don't know. I'll just bounce it off. You'll see what you think. If I win, okay. you have to challenge me in a three-point shooting contest. Like at my apartment? Or? In a, on a basketball court, I'll pay for your one day admission to the to a gym nearby, and we'll have a, sh- a three point showdown, and it'll be on video. 
I feel like this is just padding your stats because I you know you're gonna win. <laughs> uh, sure. Yeah. Fine. I know I'm gonna win. Yeah, I've seen. Oh, you. on that, I've, on yeah, the three-point uh, shooting. Yeah, okay. I, I've seen you. <laughs> you're far superior to me in basketball. Okay. All things basketball. Okay, that's not fair. No, that's that. fine. No, we, I, I'm willing to videotape. I that. mean, it's about embarrassing each other, right? That's fine. I'm good with that. <laughs> okay. I totally agree with that. All right. Well, then there it is. Yeah. I, get, I, I get my J's on. Yeah, my J's, I mean bands. <laughs> my V's. My B's. <laughs> Dude, I got so many pairs you could borrow. They're hiding, but. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Our feet match. We do. That's cute. Um, all right, then. So if you win, what do you got for me? What's your favorite mixed drink? My favorite mixed drink? Yeah. A whiskey Coke. How can I mess this up for him? That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> like a fireball and Coke, but that would just be like a cinnamon Coke. You're going to have to add something else. Tabasco. I'm, uh, why am I talking? I will make you a mixed drink <laughs> oh, you're gonna, oh. of my choice <laughs> that you must drink during the podcast and finish during an episode. Oh, my. It, won't be, it, it will be a... <laughs> It won't be a double, it won't be a pint glass, but it'll be a like a whiskey glass full. Not okay. a shot, but a, like a, a, a tumbler. Glass. Yeah, a tumbler. Okay. A tumbler full of a mixed drink of my choice. Whatever it is. Whatever it be. Wow. Well, I do like... That or hot sauce, you get to pick. <laughs> <laughs> well, if it's a mixed drink of my choice, are you going to like add things to it? Like... Yeah, of my choice. Like, it's going to be a... A, a, a made-up drink? Yeah. Okay, okay. A Mike is special. I think both of those are... A Mike and Coke. Both of those could be very humiliating. So, all right, there it is. The bet stands. I've got the Bills. If Chargers. I, if I win, he's challenging me to a three-point shootout. And if he wins, I have to drink a Micah-made beverage that I don't know what's going in it. Probably turds. So <laughs> No, it, it'll be, it'll be uh, drinkable. It'll be oh, FDA-approved. Okay. You can have have Bektar test it be like okay there's no pesticides in here no <laughs> no just no. <laughs> no I drink it and you're like that was just pesticides <laughs> you drink <laughs> urine no. hey it's sterile that's what that's what Keltron always says I just realized something uh oh Philip Rivers is in concussion protocol <laughs> <laughs> well there could be a chance that both of our quarterbacks there's that's gonna be the story right there it's gonna be interesting all right so i hope that spices up your uh, your podcast there well, i hope it, yeah i think that'll oh, do really spicy. good um i'm see i'm looking forward to things like this like coming up with new ideas to uh, create more entertaining content that's still related to sports but then it gives you a little bit of a view into what we like to do to each other in, the, in our free time and that's humiliate one another with bets. my three-point shot tomorrow. <laughs> Just in case. Just going to roll up in your Vs. Oh, man. <laughs> All right. Time for Q&A. So before the podcast, I, I, try, I wanted to do this yesterday, but I didn't get around to it. Go figure. Um, I, I put out a bunch of videos on social media asking people to send in their questions for us to answer on stream. Preguntas. And, and so for all I know, there have been none. But then again, I know Clay asked us a couple on YouTube in his comments like he always does because he's a freaking boss shout he's out a boy yeah he's ya boy clay on instagram uh boy spelled b-o-i duh yeah spelled y-a <laughs> okay let me get my phone that likes to misbehave and be loud during the podcast it's operator here 
Um, yes, it is. I'm like still getting used to this OS. That's Instagram. Instagram. What do we got? What do we got? So we have one guy comment on an image. I'm not going to shout him out because he didn't ask a question. But I was like, leave your questions for Kyle and Micah to answer on the stream. And he's like, crushing it. Fire emoji, fire emoji, fire emoji. Because we are. And I was like, all day, every day, do you have a question for the podcast? By crushing it, I don't know what he means. He, I think he means we, we're getting it. We're go-getters. We're hustlers. I don't know what he means. We're promoing our stuff. Uh, he never got back to me, so that's Instagram for you. Get at us on Instagram, at Abstract Sports. And give us a question to answer next week, because that's going to be the running theme. Hopefully we get people actually doing it. Uh. So I did send out, on my personal Snapchat, I should be doing this on, on our Snapchat for Abstract Sports. Get at us on Snapchat, at Abstract Sports. We will ask these questions on there as well. Oh, there's a lot of other things in here. I don't know if they're going to be questions. That does not look like a question. That's not a question. Okay. That does oh, not look like a question. It's the same group. Oh, boy. That doesn't look like a question. <laughs> what? <laughs> so, our friend Gavin, he is talking about the podcast. Apparently, he's been watching. He's not been commenting. I don't know why, but love you, Gavin. He said, I should probably warn Facebook about the nudity and sex acts before you guys keep going too long. <laughs> Gotta get hot and heavy. Oh, jeez. Hot and heavy. Oh, man. Maybe after I have that nasty drink, if I lose next week. <laughs> or no. after I lose the three-point contest, I'm going to be so sweaty. Oh, man. That get sounds great. Um, yeah, no questions from Snapchat. Lame, guys. Get on top of your game. Jeez. We're trying to make a sports podcast for <laughs> please, you. Please support us. You're not helping us do that. <laughs> All right. Well, that's, let's see, a couple of the different things. I don't, I, haven't, I don't have any notifications on Twitter, so that probably means there's nothing there. But I will check it anyways in case my phone, and I don't realize how notifications are coming in. I don't know. Got nothing. I have one dimple. You have one dimple? I have one dimple. <laughs> I did not think you said dimple. And I was like, oh, that, that is a great fact. Fun fact of the week. Micah has one dimple. Um, we have one reply on the Twitter thing. It's Micah saying, what is fire, not poop? Emojis. This podcast. And yes, I replied and said this podcast, that's for damn sure. With sunglass emoji. Deal with it. Well, all of those social media things failed. So let's try the YouTubes. Okay, guys. This is riveting media. Next time, I'm going to put it out like a day early, maybe a few days early, and try to like... No, right now. Ask us your questions. We'll, we'll, well yeah, right now, there. obviously. Uh, people, you got to know, we're answering questions every podcast. It can be sports-related or not. I don't even care. Like, did you just hear about the bets we're going to... If we fail, we have, what we have to do... That's not even really about sport. I guess yeah. kind of is. What kind of cheeses should I use in my carbonara? Yeah. What? I'll let you know. What type of spice should Micah use in my next uh, failed bet or lost bet? It's going to be bitters. <laughs> bitters. Bitters and I'm not giving you any more ideas. I'm done there. Uh, going to YouTube. Some potters. Potters. Some old crow. <laughs> I almost bought that the other day. <laughs> some. Let's see here. Some Mad Dog 2020. Mad Dog. Oh my. 
Hey, Lakers are playing tonight. Go, go, Lakers. Play uh, the Sixers. We have yet to give ball any airtime. You just did. Ah, <laughs> got him. <laughs> a new thing. Okay, so Clay has a couple questions for us, if I remember right. He said, if you had to pick which game would you rather go to, Super Bowl, World Series Game 7, NBA Finals Game 7, NHL Finals Game 7, team's not really a huge deal on this one, I guess, which one would you pick? Teams are everything to me on this. Yeah? Yeah. I mean, okay. So, like, I don't, I don't. I think it's like you have to pick one of these to go to in general. In general? In general. I mean, he says team's not really a huge deal, so. Okay, so in general. In general. If I'm not counting teams, probably NHL. Okay. Because it's physical and it's fast. It's rowdy. Crowds rowdy. in NHL games are rowdy. Like, baseball can be a little slow sometimes. Um, Even in the World Series, it can be slow. But. I feel like the Super Bowl is too much of a media frenzy, and it's just the celebrities coming out because they can afford it. Uh, NBA, I'm not a huge basketball guy. I'm sure it would be fun. He's just a hater, is all. I'm not a hater. <laughs> I am a hater. Uh, but the NHL, just because the game is so quick and physical, and you just have guys laying it on the line. And it's one game. And it's one game, it means everything. Like the Super Bowl, kind of the same thing, but I feel like it's too much of just a, a hype machine. Yeah. See, really, depending on the team, like, that's the thing, depending on the teams. Right, because if it was like Patriots-Falcons, would you do it again? Or, yeah. Yeah. Titans. Yeah. yeah Titans. What if it's Cleveland playing the Rams? Yeah. I don't care. <laughs> right. If the World Series, if it's the Cardinals playing anybody sure but if it's the mariners playing the mets i don't <laughs> even know i don't know the divisions that might not happen but right just, but you're just I like yeah, yeah i don't care right uh, nba i don't know it depends on i'd probably go see the nba game seven but would i seek out an nhl game seven yeah yeah I'd, honestly if if i had to have a cop-out answer i'd say all of them <laughs> like i think uh a college football playoff, depending on the location, yeah, would be really good. That would be really cool. Because, like, I mean, there's no thing like a Game 7, that type of experience. I mean, like, we went to a playoff game this last year in the NBA, and that was pretty rowdy just because it was a close game and the Jazz actually won against the Clippers. Um, man, if I have to pick one, it's going to be the NBA um, regardless of teams. If the Lakers are in it, obviously that's the one I would go to. Um, but one thing that I think that all of these series-based uh, playoff systems have over things like the Super Bowl is that the series sort of tell a story and certain things can happen within that series that alter the outcome. And you never know what it's going to be next. And so like in the NBA, like for example, I also like to look at matchups and past like history of the NBA. So like Lakers Celtics is a rivalry you always want to watch. If you if they went up against each other this year, which they probably won't, um, it's a totally different story from what it's been in the past. Like, you know, Kobe and, and the Celtics against Paul Pierce and the Celtics. Or sorry, Kobe and the Lakers, Paul Pierce Celtics. And then this year, if the Lakers went up against it'd be like Lonzo Ball Kyrie. Against Kyrie. And then the whole, like, Kyrie, if, if they were in Game 7 of the Finals, they just defeated the Cavaliers. 
who he just left. So like I look at like the surround, like the peripheral thing. Uh, I like the the story that happens in a long series, and so I think because basketball is my thing, and because of the seven game series, I have to choose the NBA. But I I do think all of these would be super entertaining. I'm I, I think depending on the teams, they could all be equal. Yeah, equally as fun. Um, I mean, Super Bowl, you get like a a really epic halftime show. That's like an added bonus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I don't really care for pop music, but yeah. So I mean, it's not for everybody, but part of it for me is the crowd. Not just that I like the team, Mm -hmm. but I think that's the biggest thing in a playoff game is the crowd. Yeah, you get a bunch of hometown fans that are rowdy and nasty and super crazy about their team. Just loud, just straight up loud. (laughs) Just draws you in. Yeah, I'm not a jazz fan. If I was at that playoff game with you guys. Probably would have been rooting for the Jazz. Pretty hard. Yeah, I was. So I mean, like when they were making buckets, I was like, "Oh my gosh, this is awesome!" Yeah. So I, I part. <laughs> yeah. Part of it, I think, is the crowd, um, and I think, depending on the teams, uh, all those could be <laughs> equally as fun. And so, have you ever been to an NFL game? No, I haven't either. So I'm, I'm curious what a regular... go fund us. <laughs> yeah, we need to start a donate to us. Um, but I'm curious what like a regular season crowd is like in like, you know, doesn't matter what seat you're in, just like what the crowd is mm-hmm. like, but then comparing that to like a playoff atmosphere. Cause in the NFL, I imagine the crowd is like on its feet the entire time at the jazz game. It was like that. We were on our feet and the entire time you're in, in the NBA games, you're in an enclosed arena. So the crowd is extra loud in the NFL. I imagine it kind of being dead or dying out. I don't know. They get pretty loud. And, but I think one another just to add another thing to my answer. I think the NBA has a pace benefit to it. Yeah, like, it's quick. It's a very fast-paced game, much like the NHL. Whereas the NFL can has like a lot of media timeouts, timeouts here, there. And well, there's only thirty minutes of action in an NFL game. Yeah, and like long possession changes and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, that's a dang good question because you have to think about a lot of different things. Like think about it's not it's, this is a. From a couple of years ago, think back to when the 49ers were in Seattle playing oh. for the NFC Championship game. Watching that game, and I'm not a fan of either one of those teams. Right. It was a very entertaining game. It was fun to watch. The I, camera was like shaking yeah, can the whole you time. Imagine being there? That would have been nuts. It's over 100 decibels at the loudest yeah. points. That's probably, loud. <laughs> I probably would have been rooting for probably the 49ers uh, if I was there, but. I don't know. Was that when Kaepernick? Yeah, that was Kaepernick. Him? That was the whole Sherman blowing up. Ah, don't talk crap about me. My oh, crap tree. tree. Yeah. yeah. But that was for the rights to go to the Super Bowl. And uh, Yeah, that was a great game. That was a crazy game. Man, that's a good one. So, yeah, just <laughs> not even game, like, going back to the question, like, game sevens, it's not really so much the seven, it's just games that are absolute. Yes, so, that, that is what all these are. Yeah, they're yeah. absolute, as in they end somebody's season. Um, I mean, it, you could think... It's win or go home. Yeah, that's what I mean. Win or go home. Win or go home. Yeah, yeah that's a good way of putting it. And you can also think about, like, like in Kobe's last game, for example, the Jazz were fighting for a playoff spot. If the Rockets lost and they won, mm-hmm. then that meant they go to the playoffs. And that year, they, they ended up not making it because the Rockets won. But as a Jazz fan, when you're watching that game, even though it's in L.A., you're at home like, Kobe, please. Kobe, no. Kobe, stop. Please let up. 
<laughs> but the Mamba Strikes. Again. Uh, hey, Darren, welcome to the podcast. We're just finishing up answering questions from fans. If you have questions, sports or sports-related, throw them out there. We will answer them. It doesn't have to be sports. We'll take any questions at this point. Any questions. I'm just... All, the gates are open. Uh, there's one more question from Clay on YouTube. He says... If you owned a crappy team, let's say the Kings, just because I need an example, or you could say the Browns, uh, what would be your first three tasks slash deals slash moves you would make to get back up to a winning record? Dude, that is a great question. Thank you. <laughs> Holy cow. He's like really making us think about these. I love that. Um, that's why I hearted that comment. Like, mm, that's the one. All starts with the coach. It, does it? Yeah. So, let's see. First three moves. Task deal moves. I think a lot of it is the coach. It's all the coach. It's all the coach? Starts with the coach. Sorry. Starts with the coach. Get players <laughs> that don't get along with their coach. Yeah. I, not going to happen. I think you're right. I get mean, coach that doesn't know how to coach. Not going to happen. The, the attitude of the coach ultimately affects the team. Like, for better and for worse. Like, yeah. you hear about coaches losing the locker room. Low morale is bad for any business, especially a team. Yeah. <laughs> a, a competitive team. Um, I, I guarantee you the New York Giants have enough talent on their roster to win eight games. They just have the wrong coach. Eli Manning is, he's good. Yeah. I mean, they did lose a lot of receivers in that one game, and so there's injury problems, but yeah, I think. Yeah. They, they mentioned he's losing the locker room. That It could be because of a lot of different things, like maybe all these injuries and stuff have him really stressed he's like rabble, 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 just rabble 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 but i think you're right because i mean you've got to get a fresh person in there who has no judgment from other from all the players on the team they can accept him for who he is and try to move forward yeah. rather than try to deal with this negative crap ball um that's a good point let's only move one we have two more Holy cow, first three tasks deals move. So coach is one. Um, <clears throat> I think you've got to look at like what your team needs. And this is me thinking in like a sort of an outside way. But like say your team, you have all the pieces except, for example, maybe a point guard that passes more than he shoots, who facilitates more than he scores. Maybe that's what you're missing because you have other players on your team that score. So maybe you should be looking for a player that's available in the league or willing to get traded or has that skill set in general and just pursue them and see if you can afford them, get them on your team so that you can see if that is the puzzle that you're, piece that you're missing. Um, that's a pretty like deep one, though. That's not like probably not what most teams are doing when they're in a, a tough battle. It's probably more like, let's get some stars on our team. Oh, my gosh. I, but. I agree with what you're saying. I'd put it at number three, though. Yeah. For me, number two, and I'm thinking long-term mm -hmm. around the team. I'm thinking facilities. What I mean by that, player facilities and fan facilities. Nice bathrooms. Yeah. Because you said it, morale is big. Yes. And part of what creates good morale, nice facilities, getting the treatment you need when you need it because you can liking where you're at fans liking where they go to to cheer for the team having a great experience there that's where your paycheck comes from 
That's where your paycheck comes from. Home crowd does a lot. Home field advantage is a thing. I just realized I skipped number one. I just like shouted one out. <laughs> so not necessarily in this order for me. <laughs> that's and, a good uh, answer. But yeah, it's I mean that that allows you to build long term, like the new Falcons Stadium, charging like two bucks for a hot dog. That'll get people in the seats. That'll get people in the seats. What do I fear going to NFL game? I'm going to drop a hundred bucks on a ticket, and I can't do anything else because <laughs> all your money's gone. It's a hundred dollars for a slice of pizza. <laughs> yeah. So. But it's two bucks for a hot dog, two bucks for a drink, you can, four bucks for a beer. I'd be like, yeah. Yeah, paying for food is not really a problem yeah, in this situation. Sounds a lot better. Dang, that's a really good point. And a, a good crowd, I feel like you could attract <clears throat> more highly regarded players. Because they're like, looks like a great place to go. Yeah, I, I think location does a lot for that yeah. type of thing. Um, I mean, especially... I mean, dude, the stadiums they're pumping out these days with the, for Pretty the Falcons great. and the Vikings, bruh. Look at this, San Diego Chargers. Now the LA Chargers. LA didn't want them, and they're there anyways. They're there anyways. <laughs> they play in a soccer stadium that they can't fill up. That they put tarps on some of the seats. The stadium is smaller than some Division Two football stadiums. What are you thinking? I think Montana's stadium is bigger than this <laughs> soccer stadium they're playing at. And they can't build up their pro team. Yeah, that it looks pretty pathetic. Yeah, if I games. was a, a pro player who was a free agent, I don't want to go to freaking L.A. Chargers. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'd, I want to go to Minnesota. I want to go to Atlanta. Like, I want to, yeah. It's like players don't want to play in, in Salt Lake. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they, they develop one really good player and they ship them off to... Boston, one of the coolest historic cities in this country. I mean, there's that. That's just something I like about yeah, it. But, but I mean, there's so much. The the Salt Lake really offer you anything unique? Not no. really. Could it? Maybe. Yeah. Push mine to it. Terrible laws on alcohol. <laughs> yeah. Talk to your state senate. And be I mean, like, yep. We're gonna have a full open bar at every game. Get sloshed. I mean, something like I don't know. But like, I mean, I mean maybe that that. That kind of goes to the whole like relating a team to a country and blah, blah, blah. there's like a muddled line there. Microchasms. Ah! But like, if a player doesn't feel like they're gonna fit in with the social aspects within that city, like Salt Lake, if you know if they like to partake in drinking beverages and going places, they probably don't want to be limited in what they can do. Yeah, they'd rather experience it for how they like it. Yeah, but um, I, I just feel like long term feasibility. You gotta start where where it comes from. That's fans, and experience. Dang so, it, that's a dang good answer. So you get the coach, coach you get the facilities, facilities, and for me, and then you start looking for the pieces you're missing on your team. That's that's my three. Dang, you took this the right direction. I totally went the opposite direction. I'm out. <laughs> um, this is a long answer too for all for both of us. Um, so mine, I think I went backwards on this. So I'll just say not in this order, but I think finding the puzzle pieces that work for your team is important. Um, so like really detailed things, um, and I and I'll I'll take your answer of coach and take it one step further and say leadership. Look for people who have skills um, that are uh, that work with people, um, not around people or in negative ways like. Getting, getting a team to mesh, getting them to know each other. That's fair. And, like, I mean, a good coach, 
probably does this thing. You know, is probably a good leader. Yeah, I feel like Greg Popovich <clears throat> could coach the Giants to more wins than yeah, than could do. yeah. And see that that type of skill isn't really required for a particular sport. It's just yeah. like you know how people work. And you know where they're the best at their thing. Yeah, and he's a leader too. He yeah, and he's not a douche. Like, yeah. I mean, he comes off as a douche to some of the reporters, but he's actually a nice guy. Like, you see him speak out on social issues that that matter to him, and it's like he wears his heart on his sleeve, actually. So yeah, I. So I, coaching is is a great answer, and I think leadership is a big part that mm-hmm. goes along with okay. that. Okay. Um, I got you. I do like your answer of the the facilities though. That does so much because like not many people think about that. I don't feel like anyway. Yeah, and like going just judging from my experience going to jazz games, um, and local baseball games for example. Local baseball games, their marketing team sucks. It's awful. It's cringeworthy. And when I go, I'm like, I could do that guy's job better than he's doing it. Way better. And that I wasn't even trained to do that. And so, the mascots just like. Herp derp, I'm dressed as a bird. Let's act like one. <laughs> Herp derp, I'm dressed like a bird. <laughs> my new jingle. Yeah, another another tangent. My first jazz game. Okay. That I went to with my dad. It was Jazz Bear's birthday. So they had in like 13 different mascots. What? Yeah. It's like a like your kids. Yeah. It was a mascot, <laughs> and I, I was I was like I was like 15. Oh my And you know you gosh. think the mascots this little kid thing. It was the best part of the. The whole experience. That is so cool. They had the Houston one. They had the Orlando one. They had just a bunch of mascots, like probably the best lineup, I imagine. Like stuff from Orlando. Yeah. (laughs) They were doing the stunts, tricks, dumping popcorn on people. They didn't have Benny from from Chicago. Oh my gosh. All all the mascot antics that you like to watch on YouTube. (sighs) There was like 13 mascots there all doing that crap. And it was hilarious and Awesome they were all doing it all at once, or just like throughout the entire throughout game? Throughout the game, and oh, then halftime yeah. between quarters, they got together and were doing stuff. That's a game we should mark on our calendars. Yeah, they uh. were they were doing the behind the back shots, and it was it was better than the game, probably because I like <laughs> I don't really like basketball, but right, it was just entertaining, and you could tell people were just like, "This is why I came." That is like they knew about it, right? Whereas the local marketing team at the baseball here. It's like like okay. It's so bad. If you've ever been to a baseball game, like a local one, I'm sure they do in the MLB. But they have people go out on the field, and they're like, "All right, we're doing this promotion. La, 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 let's give it up for so and so. They're gonna throw some dice." And there are people who go and grab that microphone. And they're like, "All right, so we're gonna do this thing for our sponsor." Let him throw this. And oh, it looks like you didn't. <laughs> like oh, get, give it up for them, even though. And they drop the mic, and you're like, give me that thing. Like, come on. Have some excitement. There was one guy that came through, and I was like, that guy. Keep that guy. Sign me up. I want to be his assistant, but keep that guy. You should get that him on Twitter. I should. Maybe I should. Be like, hey, I run a podcast. I'll cover you guys. Hey, guy. Hey. hey I know guy. a guy. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, Joel, how's it going? I just saw that you, you were in here. I don't know if you're still here or not, but welcome to the podcast where we talk about sports and other things. Yeah. No, um, no. Fan experience is a, a yeah. big part of it, and many teams could probably do a lot better. Yeah. You know what local, our local baseball market, marketing, it reminds me of local commercials. <laughs> yeah. Just terribly produced. Yeah. That's the best way you can it's put it. Bad. Um, so I guess my third one, because I still haven't had a third one, so I've got 
putting the puzzle pieces together with your team. Yeah. You've got leadership. Leadership. Um, how do I go up from there? That's pretty big. Um, a move that you make when your team is sucking. Oh, <sighs> oh, my goodness. I don't think you move cities, first of all, like chargers. No. <laughs> do you blow it up? Do you start scratch? Like, get rid of everybody? Holy crap, that's... That's out there. That would go against your other point of right. finding what you need. Right. That's that's a bit too far out there, but um, this is that's a tough one. You can take my facilities answer if you want. Take your facilities answer and talk about that. If you, if you want. <laughs> no, that's good though. Um, I have to think about it. Um, things I switch up when your team sucks. Who's to blame? Coach. Quarterback, terrible players. Front office. <clears throat> I think this is sort of a one of the first things I'd probably do. If if the issue is like a um a lineup problem where there's a quarterback who's having troubles or um running back who's just not performing, <laughs> Adrian Peterson. I would like get everybody in practice and do some crazy practice drill that is like the gauntlet. To try and find out who's the next big thing. But you're the owner, not the coach. If you're the oh, if you own a team. I mean, you could probably tell the coach to do that. Right. But I would order the coach to do this thing. I'm gonna where... be the Jerry Jones owner. I'm gonna coach <laughs> as well. Um, but I would I would make a suggestion to the coach, kindly, that he shake things up a bit in practice to try and uh, generate some excitement and some competition within the team. Um, I think where most if, if it is a, a, like a lineup or a player problem, when you get players competing against each other, that kind of gets them back to the roots of why they're there in the first place. And who knows, you might end up with a new starting running back or a new, like maybe you find this new skill that this quarterback has. So ensure your answer is coaching. Kind of, I guess so. <laughs> Gosh, why? <laughs> See, you had this one like segmented out. You read this before, didn't you? Yeah. I, I read it, I didn't even well. think that. But well, Kyle, if you know from our intros, I've rooted for a lot of really crappy sports teams. <laughs> I'm not mad at you. So you know, because I have. You know I, what the problem yeah, is. Yeah, <laughs> I've, I've, I've rooted for a lot of crappy sports teams. So I've thought about it a few times. Like, yeah. Like before I criticize this team, what would I do different? Like, yeah, I do that different. Right. And then I'm like, boo, you suck. Yeah. So a lot of your explanations on those when those happen is like, coaching's terrible. But it's always, like, yeah. not always, but a lot of the time, what the problem is. So you're a football player. You're getting recruited by Idaho, Montana. Both are in the middle of nowhere. Both are cold. Both yes. don't have any beaches. I'm sure both have pretty girls. Yes. All college campuses have pretty girls. True. Everywhere. Everybody's beautiful. What are you talking about? Yeah. You're so PC, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> Idaho plays in this weird little dome... Thing. The only one in the country. The coaches meet in the racquetball courts for their team meetings. It's weird. It's hot. The basketball team plays in that dome after the season. Before that, they play in a little tiny gym. gym. It's cool, but it's old and small. It's got a lot of lines on it. <clears throat> Montana has a nice outdoor 30,000 seat stadium that's all up to date basketball team plays in a nice basketball arena that just got new video boards Ooh. 
They have a nicer weight room. Hey, Michael. How you doing? Welcome to the podcast. I'm going to pick Montana just over facilities. Right. Just because of what they have to offer. Yeah. Because it sounds, it looks like they're more organized, which. Yeah. Appearances matter. Mm-hmm. Could Montana be a complete shit show behind the show, behind the screen? Yeah. Do they have some <laughs> rape issues? <laughs> Certainly do. But from the outside, they look like they have it together. Yeah. I And I think it's sort of like the first impression thing. When you, when you meet somebody, you give them a firm handshake and you. Give them your elevator speech, and you try to let them know that you are confident in what you do. President Nellis. <laughs> yeah, President Nellis. Huh, nice nice to meet you. Think through graduating from Michigan. Man, like... It was bad. I mean, I guess that gives off, like, a caring thought. But, like, I'm thinking you're the president of the university. You take care of some important things. Good job! you got to be adamant. <laughs> like, yeah, it might wear you out, but you got to do it. Oh, man. Yeah. So, in, in the end, I'm going to, like, kind of say Micah won the answers of this one. Those were all really great answers. I'm going to make you mix drink now. Just Shout out. <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, not, not now. It's like, oh, just for the rest of the stream? Okay. Um, but hey, Clay, thanks for those questions. Those were well thought out and got us thinking to the it's point where I was stumped, man. Thank you for that. Um, feel free to drop some more in the comments for the next episode. And of course, we will answer them. Um, if you keep these heavy questions coming, it'll be great until we get a lot of people coming in and giving us questions to answer. Um, we want to pick and choose questions. Yeah, Ask us a bunch. Yeah, we want to get to the point where we're like, dang, we have a lot. There's no way we can answer all of those in even a half of the show or a full show. So let's pick the good ones and uh, answer them. We'll give you a yeah. shout out. We'll make whatever. It, make us do a questions only episode. Yeah, please. Yeah, force that us upon us. We challenge you. I think that would be the funnest thing. Because, like, you never know what you're going to get from people. They come from everywhere. Just print them out and, like, don't know what they say coming in. Like, have, like, <laughs> Kelly Becca print them out and we'll be like, oh. Holy Damn. crap. Okay. So many. Um, so, yeah, feel free to, wherever you're watching, listening, reading, I don't know what, anything, whatever platform you're on hearing this, um, drop a comment of a question that you'd like us to answer in the next episode. That would be episode 32. We'll be going live next Wednesday at 9 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. That would be 7 o'clock Mountain Time for you locals. Um, and we'll have either a fresh video of me shooting hoops or Kyle will be drinking something gross. Yes. I'm hoping to have that by next week. It'll be a quick, quick edit, but um, I hope to share that with you guys. So in case you weren't here before, the bet was that if the Bills win, who... I have the Bills over the Chargers. If the Bills win, three-point shootout against Micah. Um, I aim to embarrass him. And if the Chargers win, I am drinking a... Mixed drink of my choice. Mixed drink of his choice. And of there my be, making, anyway. There could be custom ingredients, but not that custom, if you know what I mean. Uh, It'll be drinkable. <laughs> it just won't be very good. Drinkable. <laughs> I like that. It'll be drinkable. Um, but anyways, thanks to everybody who came through on the live Facebook podcast. Follow the Facebook page at facebook.com slash abstractsports to know when we go live next week. Uh, when we're done here, there will be a screen where you can uh, follow us on all of our different outlets, including Snapchat. We try to be active as possible. Uh, get at us on Twitter. Uh, Kyle Clay Design for me, Vandal Micah for Micah. And then, of course, Abstract Sports for the parent of this podcast. We are just the children. I'm getting better at pointing. Yeah, I mine's like right above my head this time. Like, yeah. boop, boop. Uh, but... Once again, thank you for showing up and tuning in, commenting a little bit, not. 
Uh, but we will see you next week. Leave us your questions. Toodaloo.